Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Folks, we're back here another week. I continue to plug away at my puzzle and dragging my wife along for the ride. We are making progress, though. We also pulled another date night suggestion, and this one is to find a book, read it together, and then discuss it afterwards. But we have not made any progress towards that yet, but I will keep you updated. Things are looking up, though. I got my first vaccine shot on Saturday. I live in Maine. Our governor opened things up because people weren't signing up. We were doing it by age groups. The first one was 70 and older. And then the next month, last month, they went to 60 and over. And then in April, 50 and over. But people weren't signing up. So the governor said, okay, starting April 7th, anybody who wants one 16 and over can get one. You have to just sign up first. And so they opened it last week, the website for the sign up. So I hear about this. I go to sign up. My wife has already gotten both of her vaccinations. I go to sign up and I'm looking at times and places and I pick the location that is closest to me. I input my birth date and All of these dates are now popping up. And so I look and this past Saturday is open. I'm like, wait, I've already put in my birth date. I'm not supposed to go be able to go until Wednesday. And so it asked for your birth date again. And so I put my birth date in again and it's still there. So I signed up for a time. I got accepted for a time. They gave me confirmation there. I printed it off. They gave me. Two more confirmation emails, like within the next six hours. So I figure I'm good. So I arrive and you're not allowed to go in until 10 minutes before your appointment. My appointment is at 1150. So I go in at 1150 or I go in at 1140 rather. And somebody tells you which way to go. And so I go. And a person checks my temperature, another person gives me hand sanitizer, another person tells me which line to get in, another person asks me my name and my birth date, and they tell you which line to go in. You just keep going further and further down, finally get pre-registered, and they get all of my information, and then it's back to, are you by yourself? Well, go down this line I was like it was like a maze and I finally get to the end of the maze and the woman 
sits me down and she's like, we're using the Pfizer vaccine. I said, that's fine with me. Which arm do you want it in? Doesn't matter. I'll use your right one since it's closest to me. Works for me. Boom. Five seconds. Got a Bugs Bunny Band-Aid on and I go back in three weeks for my second vaccine. Had to wait for 15 minutes. Finished. Felt fine. Felt a little sluggish the next day. All in all, not bad. And then my wife and I went to our friends for a early Easter dinner since I would be working on Easter Sunday and then they went out shopping or to look at some stores and I watched Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max and it was okay. I liked both Skull Island and King of the Monsters better but it was okay. It was a way to spend two hours anyway. And looking at this week's show, the surreal moments surrounding this podcast continue. Today, we're looking at WrestleMania 2, and in preparation for it, last week I watched WrestleMania 2 again on the OG WWE Network, since I didn't lose it until Saturday. I think I lost it, but I watched it, and the boxing match between Roddy Piper and Mr. T, G. Gordon Liddy, is one of the judges for it and G Gordon Liddy passes away like the day after I watched that section and I remembered this happening when I was getting ready for the no holes barred show Zeus passes away tiny lister and just you know just surreal moments in life but today we are looking at Wrestlemania 2 Wrestlemania 2 took place on Monday April the 7th 1986 the first and only WrestleMania to take place on a day other than Sunday up until the COVID-19 era. And last year, and again this year, it will be over two days. It originated from three locations, the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York, the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois, although it is commonly referred to as part of Chicago, so that is what we will use here and the Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena in Los Angeles, California. The event was broadcast on pay-per-view and via closed circuit. We start off in New York with Vince McMahon in the ring. He welcomes us to WrestleMania. He then brings on his co-host, Susan St. James. She's a famous actress who was starring in the sitcom Kate and Alley at this time. She's also the wife of Dick Ebersol of NBC and Saturday Night's Main Event fame. And I'm just telling you right now, folks, this is the anti if you're drinking at home game. Do not take a shot every time she says, "Uh uh-oh, you will not make it through the first hour of this broadcast. Vince then brings on Ray Charles to sing America the Beautiful. He does a great job with the images interspersed on the screen as he sings. Mean Gene Oakland then checks in from Chicago. Then we go to Roddy Piper with Bob Orton and Lou Duva in New York. Lou is holding the microphone and Lou is not announcer material. Roddy gives the classic Rowdy Roddy promo. He said if Mr. T knocks him out, he will quit boxing, wrestling, tiddlywinks, everything. He also says he will never paint himself black, which will ironically come up in four years. 
We go to the ring for Magnificent Morocco versus Paul Orndorff. They work each other over, back and forth. Orndorff works the hold. They tumble out to the floor and continue to brawl as they both get counted out. We go to a Mr. T interview. He is with Smokin' Joe Frazier and the Haiti Kid, whom Piper and Orton had shaved to look like Mr. T. It is then time for the Intercontinental Championship title match. Randy Macho Man Savage with Miss Elizabeth versus George Steele. Susan St. James is a big Animal Steel fan. Savage is intense to start as Steele bites him. Steele gets a good crowd reaction. Vince brings up the George Steele Miss Elizabeth infatuation situation. There are flowers that someone wanted to give Liz that came into the ring and that both men used. Steele then bites the turnbuckle and gets that spot in. Infatuation followed by a double axe handle to the outside from Savage to Steele, then the elbow, but only for a two count. Then Savage gets Steele down and pins him with his foot on the ropes. Mean Gene then checks in from Chicago. He interviews Bill Fralick from the Atlanta Falcons and Big John Studd. Big John Studd legit did not like the NFL players being involved. Back to New York. Jake Roberts versus George Wells. Wells has early offense and dominates most of the match. He makes a mistake and gets the DDT and the snake on him. Vince and Susan then recap the Roddy Piper and Mr. T feud. From Los Angeles, Jesse Ventura interviews Hulk Hogan about his match with King Kong Bundy in a steel cage. Back in New York, Howard Finkel introduces guest ring announcer Joan Rivers. Joan introduces the guest judges first, basketball star Daryl Dawkins, singer Cab Calloway, and famed Watergate guy G. Gordon Liddy. Then guest timekeeper Herb, the Burger King guy. At this time, in 1986, I was in second grade. And my teacher, Mrs. Wood, bless her heart, was teaching us vocabulary words. And one of them was herb. And we could not get it right because of the Burger King herb commercials. Just as an aside. Joan Rivers then announces our main event scheduled for 10 rounds. A boxing match between Mr. T and Rowdy Roddy Piper. There's a lot of real life animosity here between Piper and T. Although Mr. T is a little bit better at it, neither goes into a boxer's stance. In round two, Piper gets a knockdown. A Roddy chant goes up. Piper gets a shot in after the bell. Orton throws water towards T's corner. Third round, T gets Piper down in the corner. A T chant goes up. Piper gets knocked down and out of the ring. Round four, Piper throws a chair to begin the round. Slugfest. The ref knocked down and Piper then slams T. Both sides brawl. T declared the winner via disqualification. Vince and Susan then throw it to Gorilla Monsoon at the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago. He is joined by Mean Gene Oakland and Kathy Lee Crosby. Chet Coppett is your ring announcer. WWF Ladies Championship. Velvet McIntyre versus the Fabulous Moolah. Velvet wrestles barefoot. Moolah wins after an awkward cross-body press. Nikolai Volkov with Classy Freddie Blassie versus Corporal Kirshner in a flag match. Kirshner wins after intercepting the cane Fred Blassie threw in and hitting Volkov with it. 
Mean Gene is then announced to introduce the participants in the Battle Royal. Our guest timekeeper is Wendy's Clarapella, who announces where's the beef, but she does it nowhere near the microphone. She uses the microphone as sort of a baton, like she was leading the orchestra, like she was the maestro. Our guest referees are Dick Buckus and Ed Tall Jones. Your participants, Bears Jimbo Covert, Pedro Morales, Tony Atlas, Ted Arcidi, Cowboys Harvey Martin, Dan Spivey, Hillbilly Jim, King Tonga, The Iron Sheik, Steelers great Ernie Holmes, The Killer Bees, Big John Studd, The Falcons Bill Fralick, The Hart Foundation, The 49ers Russ Francis, Bruno San Martino, The Bears William Perry, and Andre the Giant. Guest commentator for this match is the big cat himself, Ernie Ladd. This is a typical battle royal. The final four are Andre, the Hart Foundation, and Russ Francis. Stud eliminated Perry, who called for a handshake, then pulled Stud over to eliminate him. Andre gets tied up in the ropes. Then the Hart Foundation eliminate Russ Francis. They then double-team Andre in the corner. He kicks them off. Double noggin knocker. Big Boot and Nightheart is gone, and then Andre throws Bret Hart on him. Your winner, Andre the Giant. Gorilla throws it back to Vince and Susan, who are with Roddy Piper. He calls Mr. T and William Perry cheaters. They then recap the end of the boxing match. Mean Gene is then shown with Jimbo Covert. He says he got cheated. Freilich threw him out. Iron Sheet comes in and says naturally wrestlers are better than football players. Gorilla Monsoon then recaps the end of the Battle Royal. WWF Tag Team Title Match. Two referees. The Dream Team, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. With Johnny Valiant versus the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid. With Lou Albano and Ozzy Osbourne. Crisp wrestling from Valentine and Dynamite Kid. Back and forth between the two teams. The British Bulldogs with quick tags. Some close counts. Greg Valentine hits a pile driver on the Dynamite Kid. But only gets a two count. Smith later goes shoulder first into the post. Back and forth. Valentine hits the shoulder breaker. But pulls Smith up before the three count. Smith then slams Valentine into Dynamite Kid. And Valentine gets pummeled and covered for the three count. New champions. Mean Gene interviews Captain Lou, the British Bulldogs, and Ozzy Osbourne. Kathy Lee Crosby is there too. She looks like she is having so much fun here. Davy Boy Smith says that there's where they're going to stay. Gorilla Monsoon says history has been made as he recaps the match. Gorilla and Kathy Lee then sign off from Chicago. Vince and Susan talk about the last match and preview the Los Angeles portion. They talk about the ups and downs of Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy and their feud. Jesse Ventura, Lord Alfred Hayes, and Elvira welcome us to Los Angeles. They run down their portion of the event. Lee Marshall is your ring announcer. Hercules Hernandez with long hair here versus Ricky Steamboat. Hercules dominates early. Steamboat counters, then back and forth. A steamboat chant goes up. Steamboat goes up and hits the crossbody and gets the pin. Adrian Adonis with Jimmy Hart versus Uncle Elmer. 
They have some theatrics to start. Adonis turnbuckle spots to the floor. A repeat then knocked out. Tossed back in and tied up in the ropes. Elmer misses the splash and Adonis hits the fist drop to get the pin. Lord Alfred Hayes interviews Hulk Hogan. He's ready for King Kong Bundy and the cage. They talk about the coffin ambulance ride from Saturday night's main event and an ambulance siren plays as he is talking. It's very weird. It must be from someone in the arena because you hear it at the start of the next match. Terry and Hoss Funk with Jimmy Hart in the ring. Terry roughing up Lee Marshall. They are taking on Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog. Jesse complains about JYD's chain. Funk throws chairs into the ring. Finally starting, back and forth, stalling then by the Funks. Hoss hitting brutal shots when he is in there. Tito hits the flying forearm and gets a two count. A melee breaks out during the match. JYD punches Jimmy Hart. Jimmy then throws the megaphone to Terry Funk. He hits JYD and gets the pin. A bullshit chant goes out from the crowd. Jesse then recaps the end of the match. They bring in the big blue cage. Then they review the Hulk Hogan King Kong Bundy feud. Mean Gene is then shown in Hulk Hogan's gym. Hogan's ribs are taped. He's with Hillbilly Jim and Dr. Bob. Doc has advised Hogan not to wrestle, but he has to. Hogan talks about his commitment to defend the belt. Jesse interviews Bobby Heenan and King Kong Bundy. They talk about Bundy mania running wild. Elvira throws it to Vince and Susan. She doesn't like Bundy mania. Back to LA and the cage is up. Lee Marshall announces guest ring announcer Tommy Lasorda. Lasorda introduces guest timekeeper Ricky Schroeder and guest referee Robert Conrad. King Kong Bundy is then introduced. Hulk Hogan is then introduced to a big pop. Hogan climbs the cage and rips the t-shirt. Hogan strikes early. Bundy strikes back, focusing on the ribs. Bundy goes for the door. Hogan keeps diving to hold on to him and preventing him from getting through the door. Bundy then continues to go for the ribs and uses the rib bandage to tie Hogan to the ropes. Hogan gets untied and dives for Bundy's legs again. Hogan then comes back and drives Bundy into the cage a few times, and Bundy is bleeding. Hogan continues to slam him into the cage. Hogan goes for the slam, and Bundy falls on him. Bundy then goes for the door, and Hogan dives again and barely gets the leg. Hogan ties Bundy up. Bundy gets away, and they repeat the door spot, which works for this match. Bundy hits the avalanche, but gets the Hulk up. He tries again. Reversal. Slam from Hogan. Leg drop. Hogan climbs the cage. Bundy follows. And Bundy is slammed off. Hogan gets out and goes after Bobby Heenan. He gets Bobby in the cage and beats him up. Lasorda announces Hulk Hogan as the winner. Elvira says that if Jesse goes after Hogan and wins, she'll go out with him. Hogan poses. Jesse signs off from Los Angeles and throws it to Vince who wishes us good night. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine, Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.